Welcome and thanks for joining Deacon Ryan, the people's platform and community where like-minded people come together to gather, pray and above all, share our love for both God and one another. That's here with Deacon Ryan. Let's pray. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You are like whitewashed tombs, which appear beautiful on the outside, but inside are full of dead men's bones and every kind of filth. Even so, on the outside you appear righteous, but inside you are filled with hypocrisy and evil doing. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You build the tombs of the prophets and adorn the memorials of the righteous, and you say, If we had lived in the days of our ancestors, we would not have joined them in shedding the prophets' blood. Thus you bear witness against yourselves that you are the children of those who murdered the prophets. Now fill up what your ancestors measured out. The Gospel of the Lord. You are like whitewashed tombs which appear beautiful on the outside, but inside are full of dead men's bones and every kind of filth. Back home, we would refer to them as them's fighting words, no matter who they came from, but can you imagine receiving that sort of a rebuke from Jesus Christ? Beautiful and righteous on the outside, filled with dead men's bones, filth, hypocrisy, and evil doing on the inside. These words certainly challenge those who are on the far side of the spectrum who see Jesus as some sort of 60s or 70s hippie whose sole message is about peace and whose tagline is, love is love. And for those who are not contextualists in their study of sacred scripture, it's easy to see how the other side of the spectrum, the so-called reformers such as Luther described justified humanity as a drunk peasant. Lift him into the saddle on one side, over he topples on the other side. Or my favorite, describing justified humanity as a blanket of snow covering a dunghill. On a brief side note, and having grown up on a farm, I can tell you that a drunk peasant doesn't always fall off on the other side. Sometimes they fall off the front, the back, or sometimes miraculously manage to stay in the saddle. And in fact, snow covering a dunghill isn't a bad thing, because for many of us, that was the closest to a tobogganing hill that we had. I would love to firmly and confidently point to a place somewhere in the middle of those two ends of the spectrum and say, this is where we, this is where Catholics are. But the reality is, each and every one of us likely oscillates back and forth to some degree. I know for some, life seems much easier if we 
focus on statements taken out of context like, who am I to judge? Or when we fixate on God's unending forgiveness and love and use that as a license to commit sin. And I know that there are some of you who are sitting here today who identify more with the statement of being beautiful and righteous on the outside, but maybe on the inside feel as though you're filled with dead man's bones, with filth. How do I know that some of you feel like that? I know that because almost every single person who comes to me for some form of spiritual accompaniment, they stumble over one question that I inevitably ask them. I ask them, when you look into the mirror, do you have unconditional love for the person staring back at you? What is, what is your answer to that question? For it's an important one. It's a critical element, for example, in our application of the second great commandment to love our neighbor as ourself. It's also necessary to be able to love ourselves in order to love others as Christ calls us to love. And so for those of you that are here today in particular who may be looking at yourself in the mirror, struggle to answer, yes, I love the person looking back at me unconditionally. If you would hesitate to profess, if you were sitting in my office and I asked you that question, and you would struggle to profess, I love the person looking back at me. Today, my friends, I remind you that you are loved and you are made in the image and likeness of God, and despite the fall, you have been reconciled to God through that once and eternal sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross. You have been washed clean in his blood. You are not a dunghill covered in snow. And we can look in the mirror, and yes, we can see all of the wounds that have been caused by those times when we missed the mark when, when we've sinned. But as we heard today, our Lord who has searched us and knows us is foolishly in love with us. Our Lord offers us his forgiveness again and again. Our Lord works in us. He perfects us. And so why don't we let go of that hesitation and fear and love the person staring back at us in that mirror. And so my friends, if, you, if you're struggling to accept that love that our God offers us, if you think that your sin hides you from his gaze, if you feel alone in that sin, then I, I want you to listen to these words that Dolan proclaimed in, in our sponsorial psalm today. I want you to listen and be reminded how our Lord pursues us, how he is always pursuing you. Where can I go from your spirit, for your, from your presence? Where can I flee? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I sink to the netherworld, you are present there. 
If I take the wings of the dawn, if I settle at the farthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall guide me and your right hand hold me fast. My friends, God loves you. You you know that. I love you. Each and every one of you, I hope you know that. Your brothers and sisters here at Mass today, they love you. Now we just need to start loving ourselves. Thanks once again for taking the time to join Deacon Ryan, the people's platform and community where like-minded people come together to gather, pray, and above all, share our love for both God and one another. That's here with Deacon Ryan.